When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast, the most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight, this is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy, it's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us, we don't do interviews, we do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill, we drink, we play games, we have the song of the week, we have the creative curse word of the week, as long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm gonna go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! Hey guys, welcome to CarCast, brought to you by JB Weld. You know, JB Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, Napa, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And remember, JB Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. It's JB Weld, world's strongest bond. Well, in this show, we'll get into some uh, coming up. We'll preview some stuff coming up at Pebble Beach. We'll get into uh, some of the auction stuff we think is kind of interesting. Do a deep dive into uh, the new Z06, not out yet, 2023, with the uh, VET and some of the nuts and bolts about that car. Nissan, Nismo. We'll touch on Volkswagen ID4. They're all electric car. First, I'll tell you about NordVPN. I know uh, Chris is all over this. Yeah, so I just got it because remember I got hacked last week, and I and I think of myself as fairly tech savvy, so I was really surprised that it even happened to me. But and it was just such a hassle to get all my accounts back and everything. So it's just nice to have that peace of mind using Nord VPN. Well, public Wi-Fi is a hotbed for hackers, and they'll steal your data. They use Nord VPN. They use it on your phone, your laptop. It gives you peace of mind especially while you're traveling. VPNs have a reputation, uh, VPNs, I should say, have a reputation of slowing down your internet speed, not with NordVPN. It's the fastest VPN in the world. You won't even notice it's running, and you can put NordVPN on up to six devices, 30-day money-back guarantee. So go to nordvpn.com slash carcast, or use the code carcast to get a... um, 
two-year two-year plan plus a bonus gift as well with a huge discount at NordVPN. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. I chose me again. This is uh, CarCast Man Carl. That's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea over there. Hello. How you doing? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good because uh, our friends over at Galp had been uh, calling me today, and they said, we've got your new Mustang, Mach 1. Ooh. I said, I can go over there tomorrow and pick it up. Mmm. And uh, he, uh, our buddy Steve McCord, he drove it from one, you know, one building to the other. I was like, sure, go ahead, drive it. And he's... He texts me, he's like, this thing's freaking cool. And I was like, all right, it's good. This should be fun. You got the gray or the blue? I got the gray. I got the, the fighter gray. jet gray. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're 480 horsepower. I got a manual transmission, just a regular manual. Six? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got the uh, the high-performance pack, which has the tuned suspension, the larger wheels and tires, it has the wing with a little gurney flap on it mm-hmm. and a little bit extended of uh, uh, the front splitter. And then it recalibrates the Magna ride, right, mm. which is all adjustable. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, uh, do you go with the um, – God, what was I thinking of on that car? So you, you wouldn't have a sunroof or no. a moonroof on no. it. Don't need that weight up top. Um uh, do we? You got a cloth leather interior. What do we got? So it's a leather interior. It's the fighter jet gray, and it's got uh, an appearance package. And the appearance package is only unique to that color. It's the black stripes with the orange pinstripe and the mm. matching orange calipers. Mm. And on the inside, there's some orange striping, uh, just a little bit on on the seats. Mm-hmm. Now the two options I didn't get were there's a rear seat delete. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that because you can easily get that in the aftermarket if you wanted it. Mm-hmm. And there's the Recaro seats. Mm-hmm. And my thought was, well, the Recaro seats are are cool, but the regular seats are still super comfortable and they're heated and cooled in power. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go to the track, you can put in your own racing seat. But if you wanted to ever go find stock seats... That's tough, but mm-hmm. putting in a racing seat <clears throat> is super easy. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I, I, I got the most comfortable version, right? It's it's got the heated and cooled power seats. It's got super the, nice. Got the four eighty four cam. Yeah, Ooh, it's nice. the uh, it's still the five liter Coyote engine, four eighty horse. Mm-hmm. Um, it should uh, it should scoot around pretty pretty good, you know. What uh, what do they do with the rear end of that car? It's an independent rear. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I I gotta check for for sure to see. I think with the high performance pack, it's got uh, it's got the better diff in it. It's got mm-hmm. like a you know like a true track or something in it. Nice or an Eaton or something. Exciting. So, uh, until yeah. then, you're driving the uh, uh, Volkswagen all electric pure plug in. I was driving the ID4. I just uh, swapped it out. But the ID4 is the all electric. They've done a, like a golf. And a few things, but this is the first ground-up car, mm-hmm. uh, like clean sheet of paper, ID4. It is a small SUV or crossover, whatever we're calling them these days, four-door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's it's good. It's interesting. But just, just my thing on – look, 
if you get it for its intended purpose, it's going to work perfectly fine, right? It's mm-hmm. it's a commuter car. It's not meant to really be exciting, but mm-hmm. uh, this version, this launch edition, is rear wheel drive with about two hundred horsepower. But they will have an all wheel drive, three hundred horsepower version. What are you driving now? Uh, I swapped it out for the Volkswagen Taos. 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 T a o s. Hmm. Um, I, and that's just their conventional, but this has got the tiny motor, the 1.5 liter. Uh, it, it doesn't feel. Does it uh, have electric boost? There's nothing electric oh, okay. on it. There's nothing hybrid on it. I'm actually kind of underwhelmed with this one because it really seems like it can't get out of its own way. Like yeah. off the line, it just has no power. It's yeah, spooling yeah. up or whatever. Yeah. The electric version of the ID4, I didn't have a problem with, but I just, I'm not sure why. We have to make the interior just wildly different and just move gauges over and just have a flat screen and funky shifter controls like to put it in drive and park. It's like a little floppy switch on the Mm -hmm. side of the gauge cluster, which you can't see when the steering wheel because steering wheel is in the way. You have to kind of look for it and then feel for it. I don't know why they need to reinvent everything and like make it like an iPhone phone or you know like a a playstation yeah. well, controller. we were, were kind of talking about that which is this sort of false premise that the uh, you know this is what the future looks like when people drive an electric car yeah. they want to know they're driving an electric car but my feeling is is people you know if you think about like well why do people want an electric car? It's not because they're Audi or the Range Rover or their Lincoln SUV has an interior they dislike with sort of conventional positions for for engagement and gears yeah. and wipers and on off and stereo and stuff. It's it's not that. It's just they just want to plug it in. Like I mean, I think right. if you took most people who drove an Audi SUV and you said, uh, what if we just took your conventional Audi SUV, but everything, we just have everything the same. You just plug it in when just you get home at night. Version, yeah. they, they'd go, oh, I'll, I'm down with that. Like, they would it, be down and, with that. And it's interesting that you say that because uh, I, I I have a friend that's a, a big Porsche collector, you know, and the, the coolest stuff too, like, you know, Carrera GT, all the wild cars. And is a fan of the brand and bought the Porsche Taycan and owned it for, I don't know, six or seven months. And he was just like, I just can't do it. He's like, I just can't. The ergonomics on the inside and where the switches and what they're trying to do is too funky. But he did say, I am very interested in Audi's version, right? Audi's GT, which mm-hmm. is the Audi Taycan, right? It's the mm-hmm. all-electric four-door sedan. And Audi is going down that. We want more conventional the gauges, the switches, and everything. They're kind of just making it like an Audi on the inside. Yeah. And then he's like, well, this seems more appealing. So he, he sent back or sold or traded or whatever the, the, the Porsche, and it's just waiting for the Audi. It was just too much of a leap, too yeah. techy. Yeah. And, you know, again... At this point with electric cars, we are asking folks because you know, many of them, or well, if let's say if you're upper scale, like you're an Audi or you're a Porsche, the average age of the guy who's buying the Porsche electric car is 51 and a half. 
it's it's not for my kids. It's yeah. for the guy who drove a conventional car for the first 35 years of their life, right? Yeah. So you're taking a guy who's used to this sort of conventional um, architecture, and you're saying, now we have this all new architecture. But what that person is saying is, I really just want an electric car. Right. Now, my kids who are uh, 15, they're going to be doing electric car, but they don't have anything to compare and contrast the interior to, per se. Yeah, that's a great point. Something like the Volkswagen ID4 would be good for them. First of all, it is meant to be somewhat of an entry-level 41 grand. Right, and it would be the only car they know. Yeah, so as they're getting into it, I mean, sure, they... You know, you, you taught them to drive a little bit, but but once they get behind the wheel by themselves for the first time, having a car, because you're right, now you're starting to pay attention to the switch gear and figuring out what the car is for the first time. You don't have 15 years under your belt yeah. or 30 years or well, whatever. Well, just think, think how long it took people just switching from a manual transmission to an automatic transmission where they would their hand would go down, especially mm-hmm. if the automatic was up on the column. You know, yeah. their hand would go down and start feeling around, and then there was no shifter there. There yeah. was nothing there. It's it's, it's muscle and, memory. And look, and aside from the the biggest enthusiasts and the most active high performance cars, so many vehicles come with like paddle shifters. But how many people? I would say how many people even know there's paddle shifters in their car and then how many people even use them. Like, I think my mom's RAV4 has paddles on the back. I don't, I, she's just like, I don't even know if I don't want to touch them. I don't know what I'm, they do. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, you know, I like a spirited drive. I don't, I don't touch them. My, my, it's kind of an in- interesting thing because a RAV4, you'd have to add, you know, several hundred bucks to mm-hmm. the unit to get the paddle shifts in who's buying RAV4s are they spirited drivers yeah do they want to drop a gear and hang a tire and get around <laughs> that semi truck on the grapevine yeah. I don't think that's your yeah. mom and that's what I've used paddle shifters the most is usually like on our Monterey trip and mm-hmm. there's a lot of you know passing and going back and forth that I like to but there is that drop the gear there and, is and that it, it's, it it's not doable but there is that um, constant thing in the back of your head that you're going to be going down the grapevine and you're doing 83 miles an hour and you want to drop it and pass it and there's just that feeling of I'm going to grab the paddle I'm going to flip it it's going to drop it into first gear and the transmission is going to explode <laughs> the rear and it's going to lock up like I just I don't have that full security that I can just hit it and and go yeah. it's stupid but it's like I, your mom's thought is my thought like i don't want to be sailing down the highway right. and be grabbing a gear that's the wrong gear and, and there's some electronic fail safes and stuff for yeah that, you know? i i know there is but it still doesn't make <laughs> yeah. me feel confident in but grabbing who knows it. i mean if you're mike august you're constantly shifting, shifting your automatic in shafting. Ju- now he's got a little like uh infinity suv i it's automatic i assume it probably has paddles when he has a paddle shift automatic car does he hit the paddles as much as he shifts the because he drives an automatic yeah, like he, a manual he, he shifts everything and most of the rental cars we get don't have the paddles, they don't have so the paddles. I, I can't yeah. tell you know he did his uh he wrapped his suv do you know that oh well, no. he didn't wrap the whole suv 
Oh no, he did all the emblems. I no I, no because he had the he had like yeah, a white. Yeah, no, got infinity. the murdered out one. No, he, he went he went and di- gave it a wrap. Please he gave it a half wrap again. No, <laughs> you, you won't even be able to picture what the wrap is. Chris might be able to find a picture somewhere, but it it's the wrap. It's essentially wrapped, partially wrapped. And it looks like a battleship from World War One, and that if you ever <laughs> see pictures of old battleships, they did these crazy geometric kind of stripes all over the side of them because uh, it was like pre, you know pre radar. Everyone just had binoculars, yeah. And if you had a thing that looked like the silhouette of a battleship, then some other ship from some neighboring country who didn't like yours from 20 miles away could get out the binoculars. But if you had all these weird, different geometric stripes going on the side of it, then people might have a hard time making it out from yeah. a, from a distance. You know, you can, you can have number two on there actually is kind of uh, what we're talking about. It's this battleship of these crazy well, that- geometric shapes. And you couldn't like, is it coming? Is it going? What is it? A destroyer? Is it a battleship? Is it a frigate? Like, You'd have a hard time telling if the weather was a little rough and you were X amount of you know nautical miles away. Yeah. That's what Mike did with his <clears throat> with his Infinity. So he basically wrapped it with like the concept car camouflage, like when they're testing them on the streets of yes. Detroit. It's so like, you couldn't tell. So you couldn't tell the lines. You can't tell like where a window stops and a door opens. Well, I'll find <laughs> I'll find you that so you can laugh. First, I'll tell you about the Ed. Sorry, Air Med Care Network racing fans. Air MedCare Network is partnering with the homes for our troops and NASCAR to celebrate our country and honor those who fought for our freedom. They're giving away a NASCAR VIP experience in Vegas. Oh, nice. Five winners get uh, two tickets and uh, they can uh, go to the NASCAR Xfinity Series on September 25th. And uh, two tickets to the uh, South Point 400 NASCAR Cup Series on September 26th, plus a VIP tour with NASCAR. You got it. Air Med Care Network provides medical transportation services and emergency members pay no out-of-pocket costs for the uh, flight when transported by an AMCN provider. Health insurance doesn't always cover the full cost of an emergency uh, air transport, so get your membership and protect your entire household. Right, Matt? Yeah, hurry for a chance to, to be a NASCAR VIP at airmedcarenetwork.com slash giveaway. There's no purchase necessary enter, to enter to win. Uh, promotion ends July 31st. All right. Well, maybe we got the picture of the uh, – <clears throat> Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, not quite as crazy as no, the battleship, but I see. It's, oh, yeah, uh... yeah, yeah. The back's a little weird. The back looks like it was wrecked and he put uh, you know like bumpers on it with, yeah. uh, not painted yet. Yeah, he, he's got the chevron stripes in the front, but the rear goes a little crazier. He, he wrapped the apron in flat black. The car's yeah. white. One up onto the roof, wrapped half the roof. He did this on purpose. He did it on purpose. I like that the uh, license plates blurred out. Like, who gives a shit about Mike? <laughs> like, of course, now if you see it, it's you know it's Mike August's car. <laughs> Nobody else would be foolhardy enough to do this to their infinity. Yeah, his, I think it was. Uh, his wife says she won't drive in the car. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was like John Sally years ago in his car. He had like an Audi Q7, and he had like the custom rims and stuff that got attention to it. And then he was like, "Oh, he's like, 
he goes, the problem is, is, you know, when, when you're dating this girl and that girl, they know where your car is parked in front of the other one's house. He goes, it's better to just run stock and not get attention so you could go wherever oh, you want. Oh, yeah. If, if, uh, <laughs> so this is Mike's attention grabber. <laughs> it's true. If you got a few women stashed around town, you want to just go with the bone stock camera. That's it. That's, that's what you want. Prius all the way. It White is, Prius. It is true that that car, when you do up the rims and you you know put the battleship wrap on the outside or whatever um that is a that's a calling card it's out on the street people know where you are and and as a matter of fact we can all i kind of it's funny i don't you know it's it's a bygone era but remember you'd have that buddy and that buddy had the the mustang with the craggers on it Mm -hmm. and a a couple of couple of things maybe a side side exhaust or some shit and it's like sometimes you'd be just driving around going, oh, that's Craig. Craig's car's here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's Craig? You yeah, know, like, of course, oh, he's, he's banging his guma. But the point is, is, you know, <laughs> that's right. You knew what was your car, car doing in that neighborhood? That was weird. Why, why were you parked there? It's like, yeah, know. it's kind of it's interesting in a in a world where it's like Chris drives a white Prius and yeah. he can park that shit wherever, where, wherever he wants. It, yeah. it used to be. There was a time. That's why he's got the white Prius. When people <laughs> people's cars were like breathed on. Yeah. And even if they weren't breathed on, there wasn't really enough, you know, Pontiac Fieros in British Racing Green or something where you just know, oh, that's that dude's car, right? And then yeah. it'd be like, oh, that dude's at this restaurant or that dude's mm-hmm. at his girlfriend's house or you, you or in the parking lot of high school. Like, oh, he's at the football <laughs> game. Like, you'd know... Which is all fine if you're good with him, but if he owed you some money. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Where's my money, Brian? I right. guess if you're going to cheat on your spouse, you should Uber. Although yes. there's probably a history in your account that says where oh, you went to. Oh, right. You know, right. but at least yeah. they'd have to make that extra step of getting into the account access, yeah, right? right? I mean, how do you do it, Chris? It's impossible. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. All right. Let's see. So uh, Monterey's coming up. Mm-hmm. Got um, some uh, some cars and some uh, auctions and some estimates and some cool stuffs popping up. We've uh, noted there's been a fair amount of like chitty chitty bang bang mobiles that we weren't interested, but there's been some cool cool stuff has uh, popped up as of as of late. So um, there's you know that to look into. I don't know if. Um, Probably not a good sign. I, I feel like I popped on the, oh, maybe I didn't see it. Yeah, like um, I popped on the Russo Steel Monterey website and they just do this accepting consignments thing. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of look around a little to see what they've already consigned or yeah. what they're what they're talking about. But it, at this point, um, and by the way, you know, you know, they have that, uh, McL- I don't know, 93, 94 McLaren F1. Right. There is a, I think that's on, is that on RM or Gooding? I screw that up uh, every time. But uh, there's also a couple of really cool uh, old Ferrari, like California 250 Speciali race yeah, car or whatever. I think there's another 275 coming up at one of the auctions. What are they, about two and a half, three and a half million bucks? Yeah, there's a lot of lot of cool stuff. But the thing I was looking at is it it had a Ferrari on there that was like eight to 10 million bucks. And it had a GT40 Ford that was like seven to nine or something like that. But uh on the um 
on the McLaren, it just said like inquire, like it didn't, they wouldn't put a price. So meaning it's, it's well over 10 million bucks. Yeah. Uh, oh, the estimate is 15 on that McLaren or is this, is this, is this, this one. is, yeah. Did they yeah, put it in an, excess of 15 million? Yeah. Oh, I was going to oh. say, I thought it was going to be 18 million. Interesting. Yeah. Go to the general uh, website on Gooding and just kind of scroll down because I just looked at it this morning and it just said, you know, estimate upon request or something. It didn't, it didn't have it, but now it has an excess of, of 15 million bucks. Yeah. Where's the docket? Just the regular docket for yeah Pebble Beach. Uh, that's on that car. Where's the docket for Pebble? Beach? Yeah. You just have to go to the you just have to go to the uh, view online cat Max Bat. Just view online catalog. It'll it'll tell you. There you go. It'll tell you what's there. Yeah. So we got a Ferrari Dino. We got uh, oh, we got a toy. We got a. I got, I got a few got a, toys. We got a thirty five thousand dollar. I always look go-kart. at those and I'm like, now mad at my dad again. <laughs> Is there any possible way that yeah. would have ended up in your garage when you were when you were a kid? Okay. By the way, this this Porsche. This Rin Speed Porsche, this thing bugs me. This is this is a slant no Porsche got slant got, nose, right? That got banged in the butt with a Ferrari Testarossa, right. basically, and it just it didn't it just didn't come out well. I like a cool slant nose Porsche, and I like a Testarossa actually. I just don't like these two things smashed together into one vehicle. Yeah, well, it's also one of these things. You can go back to the page, Chris. It's also one of these things that is like it's a it's an era thing. Like if you you can scroll down um, as yeah. certain years were better for certain cars. So the eighties were not good for custom design. But when you look at those Ferraris from the fifties, there's a couple of them on there that just look in, incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, so a lot of Ferraris is cool. They got. A couple I'm not of crazy because the. Uh, the McLaren just has no estimate yeah, on the website. It, it, it's only certain pages or in the press release or something. You're right. So it's not not all of the information gets up on all of the pages, but you can keep scrolling down. Sorry. Um, the uh, there's a couple of like fifties racing. Um, like there's a there's that Ferrari California. Oh, that's ten to twelve. Yeah, right there. The California. Yeah, long ball. wheelbase uh, two fifty GT. Long You're wheelbase. there, Chris. It, it I, is, don't, I don't know if you want me to click or keep oh, scrolling. Oh, sorry. That's yeah, it's a cool uh, – it is just classic. I mean, it's got all – it's got the big hood scoop. It's got the uh, front headlights pulled back. It's got the gills, you know, in there. It's just a great-looking, great-looking piece. So it's nice. Some uh, some big-ticket cars are going to be uh, popping up, uh, and we'll be there. We'll be there in uh, the Porsche. The Porsche's, um, you know – coming together yeah there's a gt40 was that alan mann mm-hmm. okay well the gt40s the gt40s are getting so expensive and i always said those cars were undervalued and i always thought they were undervalued just because they had a v8 like you know push rod 289 or 427 yeah. or whatever sort of american lump in them but when the Ferraris were going insane, the GT40s were relatively inexpensive. And I kept saying, uh, these cars are cheap. Someone's got to get, someone should be buying these cars. They weren't cheap, but they were three, four million bucks when the Ferraris were 15. You know? yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, well, those are undervalued. And now 
because of the movie or because of Lamar, because of the, the new GT40 or the new Ford GT or whatever that thing is, people are now pulling out ones that like never raced. Yeah. You know, this car was one that was built at the end of the run for the 289s. And we, and so they're getting these tubs from these factories. And I don't know the full story of this Allen Man Ford GT, but the point is, is, and I don't want to be dismissive about it. it. It may have raced a little bit, but what it is, is they're, they're pulling out the stuff that they never cared about before. Right. And they're going, well, you know, this is a Ford GT from the era. It just, it never ran Le Mans. They moved to the bigger engine or the different body style or whatever it is. Yeah. And so someone went, well, that's not worth anything. But uh, there it is. This unique, historical, historically significant GT40 team car, first of two aluminum-bodied lightweights built by Allen Mann Racing, racing driven by Whitmore and Garner, at Sebring, oh, at the Lamont, oh, Lamont test weekend, test yeah. weekend in 1966, documented provenance, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't sound like it ran at Lamont. So Didn't sound like, like it ran at Lamont, but man, anytime you can it, even it, add Lamont in the body of a paragraph, just so when you Google search it, it, it comes with keywords that say Lamont, they're just trying to add some, look, they're still saying seven to nine million dollars. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. And that's why, remember our friends over at the uh, Shelby Museum a couple of years back when the third place car from the, you know, famous triple Ford GT, yeah. you know, that thing sold for nine million bucks or whatever yeah. like that. I, I was like, that's still cheap. Yeah. For, for that car. Yeah. I remember we were there. We were, I don't know, filming something, I think, for Going Racing, uh, which is uh, coming up soon on Chassis or mm-hmm. on Pluto TV, by the mm-hmm. way. Um I, we talked about it. We're like, yeah, it felt a little light. I mean, it's tough to say it's a little light when a car is like $9.7 million, but it felt like it should have been thirteen. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I don't know. It just kind of was an interesting. I think it was the gold one. I got, yeah. Here's a, something to look for, Max Zapata. I think I got, I think it was Gooding. It always could be Gooding or RM, but they had a red open seat, you know, convertible, like 1956-57 Maserati race car. They're kind of cool little pieces. I think the uh, I think the estimate was like 3 to 4.5 or 3.5 to 4.5 or something like that. But they're now a little more like doing this thing where they go, this car was sold in Jacksonville, Florida to Burt Connor for $7,000 mm-hmm. in 1973, you know, and I'm like, well, your estimate says four million bucks, and I get it. Yeah, but I still don't like the idea of I don't know. Maybe it's like the steakhouses do it. You know, they do the throwback <laughs> menu from nineteen twenty nine, and they just show you right. that the porterhouse was a dollar forty five, and mm-hmm. but then you're looking at the current menu, and the guy went sixty seven bucks, and you're <laughs> like, I don't know if I want to see that. Yeah, I. Yeah. I I, I mean, it's interesting information, but I, I have to think about the fact that at some point, this car that I may be raising my paddle for, for 4.2 million bucks, at some point, someone got it for seven grand. That's right. And and yeah. my dad my dad was alive, and so was I. Yeah, that's the yeah. car. It's a cool... Now, on some hand, you want to go, oh, you're, you're a genius. You got this car for seven grand. You held on to it. But then there's the guy that... Uh, 
inherited the car, had nothing guy. to do with it, and is pissed because he got nine million a bid and he wanted ten five. You can of keep free money. that guy. <laughs> you can keep uh, scrolling down. We'll, we'll tell you the story, or maybe it's a slice of uh, yeah. Hit the read more. Maybe it's a slice of genius in that you're saying, hey, in 1970, this thing sold for seven grand. Mm-hmm. Now we're asking four. But think about think think about the growth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where does it go from here? It's been well, keep going up. Do do that math. Yeah, you can find it first. I will uh tell you about uh JB Weld. That's what I want to talk about. DIYers and pros have trusted JB Weld for fifty years plus for projects big and small, home or garage, it's the world's strongest bond. We're proud to have J.B. Weld Adhesive as a uh, sponsor. I personally know the owner. Hung out with these guys. They're good people. And uh, whatever you're working on, automotive, crafts, plumbing, marine, and more, J.B. Weld. And you can use it on metal, wood, glass, ceramics. I use it on stone in front of my house, by the way. Um, I use it to fix Sunny Shoe. I use it to fix Natalia's stupid freezer face roller thing. I still don't know what it's called. Anyway, Keep it in the kitchen drawer or your crafts drawer. J.B. Weld also acquired Herculiner. It's the original DIY bed liner. So if you're looking for the world's strongest truck bed liner, you go with Herculiner. Right, Matt? Yeah, you know, J.B. Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, Napa, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And remember, J.B. Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. It's J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. So this car was, uh, first owner was named Gaylord, number one. So you know it's an older car. And, uh, not, a, not a really popular name these days. He got it from Shelby in uh, Dallas. And I think if you scroll down, you'll, you'll see some original weird prices. Oh, yeah, the guy, oh, the Maserati was purchased for $6,000 in complete form, but was dirty. And this is the 70s, right? And uh, so the guy got out some uh, rubbing compound and some uh, carnauba wax and uh, a little armor all, which probably didn't exist back then. And then he sold that thing for 16 grand. He's like, sweet. <laughs> Slam dunk. But by Puffed the, it out, made 10 grand. That's right. 11 grand. But uh, now... He probably wishes he just kept it in its original form. Is what I'm, uh, I'm, I'm saying. Yeah. So where do you come down on giving the old prices? You know, I, it's a good story, but if you're like, I think this story is more attractive to everybody who's not bidding on the car, which is most people, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it is interesting to to see it. Uh, look, I, we talked to. Um, we talked to Peter Brock at one point. I think Chris and I were at Pete Brock's house for one of his SEMA parties, and he talked about how, you know, Shelby was saying, hey, the races are over. We got these cars. You know, we brought them back from Lamar or whatever racing, manufacturers championships. we got to sell them. And I don't know. He was like, they're eight grand. And people were like, nah. And he's like, oh, I'll knock it down to five grand. Everyone's like, you're out of your mind. And nobody wanted them. And now they're worth millions. So Pete Brock is still standing there going, we never capitalized on on this. We never knew where these cars were going to go. So in that respect, yeah, they didn't know at the time the $6,000 Maserati would end up being worth a ton of money. 
Yeah, do you think they put it because they're just showing you, look how much it's inflated since then? Imagine well, that's what I was saying. Like, why would it stop? Yeah. You know, in in nineteen in the 1970s, it was six grand. Now it's four million bucks. Yeah. But you got young kids. Yeah. Where's it going to be <laughs> in 2044? That's right. In, in another 20 years from now or 25 years from now, is that story going to progress this is gonna be like six grand four million seven and a half million it's like it's it's kind of interesting i don't i don't mind it i don't mind it no too it's, much. i i enjoyed i just i've seen it a little bit more yeah. these days and i'm a little well, and i think it used to be foreboding I, I think the point of them doing that is it's a way or of verbo verboten right thank it, you it's no. a way for them to say this is a pretty well documented car Mm-hmm. Right, because we know this information, and documentation is it creates so much value for these types of cars. So, I if agree. there was, you know, if somebody, you know, even nowadays when you go, hey, you know, Bob Sharp or whatever, we want to buy a car from you. Can we get a letter from you saying that you're selling it to us and whatever? You know, just mm-hmm. like there's that other little piece of authenticity that you want, other than just say a bill of sale. Mm-hmm. Right. Agreed. All right, so uh, Nissan's going to announce a Nismo version of the Z. Well, that's the rumor. You know, we we saw the the new Z, the prototype, mm-hmm. and uh, the ZCon event is coming up right after Monterey Car Week in Colorado. It's going to be a great event out there, and I believe they have scheduled uh, the first production car. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just this is exactly the way it's going to be. But the rumor now is. They could have very sooner rather than later a Nismo version like they did of the GTR and the 370Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also may be doing a track-only GT4 version, mm-hmm. I believe. So mm-hmm. it could be interesting. They want to get into racing. Uh, a hotter version of the Nissan Z could be available, I don't know, almost immediately, if not a year after the the regular version. Mm-hmm. But look, Corvette... Corvette C8 hit the market, and Corvette Z06 is is coming out pretty soon. I think as a 2023 model. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why wouldn't uh, Nissan try to to have something kind of special? What's the Z06 going to have going for it? The Z06 you're actually going to like because mm, um, Chris, you camera. can find uh, you can find that little sound clip. Uh, Z06 is going to be naturally aspirated, 5.5 liter dual overhead cam. Flat plane crank mm. V8. It mm. sounds sick. It just sounds fantastic. What do you think the red line is on it? I, it's got to be. It's got to be well into the eights. It's got to be eighty six. Well into maybe, the eights. Maybe yeah. I, wow. I just think look. Ford did it with the with the GT three fifty, the modern day version. The the. Mm-hmm. And and the R model. Now they have some some vibration issues and stuff with that and. If GM's getting it worked out, you can hear some of the clips. You gotta here's the sound teaser. Oh yeah, now we're talking. Now it's sounding good, right? Like mm-hmm. that. The other noise in that video is because it's a teaser, and they got some graphics going on, which you can't see unless you go watch it but yeah that high revving high winding really starts to sound good 
Yeah, well, it's it, it was my kind of initial, and it wasn't a um, it wasn't a great financial strategical move on my part. But the first, not the first, but the Ford GT when they came back in '05 or yeah. '04, '05, yeah. whatever that was. Those cars are starting to climb now. By yeah. the way, they they flattened out at two seventy five to three for a good three years, mm-hmm. and now they're zooming past three. And so, you know, at one hundred and fifty bucks, one hundred and fifty thousand sticker, that would have been a good investment. I was yeah. looking at one of those cars pretty clearly, pretty closely, and I I thought it was cool. Just didn't like the uh, supercharger aspect yeah. of it. I just felt like this is a a kind of a Euro designed car. Um, I liked that, you know, high revving mid, mid engine vibe. And, you know, I, I know they, they wanted to get the horsepower and they wanted to get it pretty cheaply and pretty easily and pretty reliable, pretty reliable, reliably. But I was just like, these cars never had a supercharger on them. Yeah. And cars don't really race with superchargers unless you go back to, I don't know, the 30s and a blown Bentley or something <laughs> like that. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple out there, but nothing. You know, I'm thinking either naturally aspirated, possibly turbocharged, which is funny because that was the next iteration. Yeah. But the the big supercharger bolted on there, it just felt very quarter miley yeah. to me. And look, no doubt the car works and I should have bought it. But it was like, I just like, it doesn't feel that European. I want like a higher revving. Yeah. Not so interested in the lower end and the torque. I want the higher bandwidth, you know, on the on the horsepower. And I wanted that four cam, you know, fuel injected um, aluminum block, you know, aluminum head kind mm-hmm. of kind mm-hmm. of a Euro vibe to it. Also, I'll tease this. Kind of makes you wonder, makes me wonder. This is kind of thinking about it while you're talking about the mid mid mounted engine and there's no doubt the uh the Z06 is going to work and and that's great any thought of going with a flat configuration you know of getting the weight down getting the whole thing down yeah. like like just moving everything down and then you go ah flat it's kind of weird you know it's very un-american but you know Porsche won a few races in its day, and uh, you know the Ferraris done some flat stuff. I mean, the coolest, probably, arguably the coolest engine ever built were the nine seventeen Porsche engines. Yeah. They were flat, you yeah. know. Like, eh, I'll tease that. I'll let you think about it first. I'll tell you about Empire Covers. Your vehicle should be treated with the respect it deserves. Unfortunately, the elements. They don't take days off. They don't take weekends or holidays. They're always there. EmpireCovers.com is where you go. It's high-quality, affordable covers engineered to protect against rain, UV rays, tree sap, pollen, anything Mother Nature can throw your way. Our listeners get 15% off with the promo code CARCAST. And if you're worried about the car finish and the cover damaging it, Empire, they have a fleece-lined cover. Their covers are fleece-lined. Prevent any scratches to your car's paint. Uh, One American-made, good. The American Armor covers proudly made in their Kentucky factory, plus covers for RVs, boats, motorcycles, and more. 
Empire covers, right, Matt? You know, CarCast listeners can receive free shipping plus an extra 15% off their entire order. Visit empirecovers.com slash CarCast or simply use the promo code CarCast at checkout. It's Empire Covers. Protect what you love. I don't know enough about the flat configuration if what were some of its flaws. Like you explained some of the benefits, weight and packaging and things like that. But does it- Overall height too probably might help a little bit. You know, uh, maybe it doesn't make enough low-end torque or maybe it's got some vibration issues or some reliability things. Like there could be some issues with with that, which is also we're still trying to overcome some of those things in the flat plane crank V8s. It sounds like Ferrari has mastered it for a while, but uh, and Ford took a stab at it. It's fine. It's just there's a couple little issues with that engine. GM is doing it. Uh, but th- when they came out with the C8 Corvette, they knew they were going to have iterations of this car, and they knew they were going to be racing it. And this engine is – I think there's a lot of shared technology with this naturally aspirated engine with their racing car. Are they going outside like way back in the day when they had Yamaha or whatever? Um, yeah, I don't Marine think they are. worked on the engine. What was that? The Yamaha heads and um, was that was that the ZO? Um, sorry, was that the ZR one? Yeah, yeah. It had like Yamaha heads and. The rest of it was done by whatever Marine or something. Yeah, I don't think they're doing that with this. I Mercury? Think I don't know. One of the Marines. Ask yeah. your brother. Yeah. He'll know. <laughs> he's, uh, he's driving a boat from Savannah, Georgia to South Florida. Really? Yeah. It's like two days. You camp on the boat. I mean, it's a 60-foot yacht, but wow. they delivered it to a customer. So I called wow. him. I was like, where are you? He's like, I'm Savannah. I'm getting on a boat. I'm going to drive. I'll call you in a few days. I was like, okay. Wow. Um, but, uh, you know, we have the base C8. We have this hotter version of the Z06 with the, mm-hmm. with the naturally aspirated version. But it's very likely we could see a ZR1 that is a supercharged version. So sort mm-hmm. of a small, medium, and large or different purpose. Do you want the, the hot naturally aspirated version with, I don't know, 550 horsepower or something? Or, and then do you want the, I don't know, 650 or 700 horsepower supercharged version? And if you think a little bit like what Mustang did recently with uh, even now with the Mach 1, we have GT, 4G, or Mustang GT, then we have Mach 1, and then we have GT500, supercharged mm-hmm. with crazy power. So I think Corvette's going to kind of follow that as well. Yeah. I'd uh, you know, I'd probably opt for the lesser horsepower but the higher RPMs. I, I mean, that noise alone is going to be a huge selling point. Every C8 they sold is going to get traded in. <laughs> Everyone that they've sold so far is going to be traded in for that. Because that yeah. noise is amazing. Yeah. I wonder if they'll be able to do engine swaps. Probably wouldn't be worth it. Well, listen, I mean, who, who knows better than someone like a Ken Lingenfelter? He's got like six C8s already for various developments, supercharged, naturally aspirated programs, drag racing, handling. And I'm sure when this comes out, he's going to start working on stuff like this as well. But I'm telling you, everybody keeps saying it is such a great like easy car to drive, comfortable car to drive, and mm-hmm. then ends up being one of the one of the best performing, one of the best handling cars, especially for the for the buck. So yeah, it's kind of uh, kind of interesting for sure. There's also um, the um, let's see, uh, there's the uh, Rivian. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Rivian. The Those super are the trucks. Truck. 
Um, yeah, the the Rivian trucks are the electric trucks that uh, it caught a lot of attention because there was a big investment. It's all electric. They got the pickup truck and the SUV. Um, it looks kind of cool. And they got big investments from Amazon and from Ford. Oh, right. right. And, uh, and most recently, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos went to space and he landed and they all had to go out to his capsule to, to mm-hmm. get him. And it was just like Rivians and Raptors. Oh, like everybody really? pulled up in Ford and Rivian trucks. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. That, every, that was, that was the buzz was, you know, the crew was going to get him and, and then uh, in Texas. And then mm-hmm. he, when he went out like a month or so ago to look at the, the facility, and he did a little docu video kind of thing. He was mm. driving a Rivian on the way mm. out there. So, uh, anyway, we're unfortunately we're getting into this. I don't know how this is becoming commonplace with so many car companies these days, but delayed. It's mm-hmm. delayed. They were supposed to deliver this month. It's going to be another couple of months before they can deliver. What it. was your Mustang delayed? All all told, um, and it was a chip issue. May, March, April, May, June, July, like three. Three or four months. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. But as they, as the chips start to trickle in, they, the car companies are definitely putting them into the high volume mm-hmm. uh, and high margin vehicles. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I I got a Mustang delivered because they allowed some of the chip allocation to to get in there. Mm-hmm. But most of the the recent chips delivered to Ford are going in F one fifties. Right, right, because they sell a million of those. They're high margins and stuff like that. But uh, let me tell you guys about Geico real quick. Do you own your home or rent your home? Well, either way, it can be a lot of hard work. But you know what's easy? It's bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And we know that's a good thing because you already have so much to do around your home already. So just go to Geico.com and get a quote and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. All right. What else going we on? Are, uh, we, got, we got our passes for Pebble. Mm. We, uh, we're, we're on the docket for Pebble Beach. Um, also got a lovely invitation from our friends at Acura to go to one of the events we love there, the Acura uh, party. I guess I call it an Acura party, but they always debut something there. <laughs> I can uh, I can already <laughs> hear the conversation. Sonny, you got to wear pants. Yeah. <laughs> Why? But these they're called sweatpants. They got to wear no pants, regular pants. Sweatpants are pants. No, they're not pants. We're going to the Acura party. Yeah. Jewel could be playing. That's right. We need pants. Yeah. Well, he'll put pants on, and then he'll still show up with, like, a fluorescent day-glow green Under Armour shirt with his slacks. (laughs) Jose, you have to wear a shirt with a collar. (laughs) But this shirt's black. Yeah, right, but it's just a T-shirt. Yeah. You got to have a a shirt with a collar. It's Uh, just a cleaner version of the shirt you wear every day in the shop. I I didn't pack a shirt with it. Sean told you to pack it. I I got a black T-shirt. It's a bizarre... It's a weird cultural <laughs> thing, right? Like you're going out of town. You're going to some of the richest real estate on the planet. It's going to be, you know, maybe the quail, maybe the jet hanger party, maybe the Acura party, whatever. It's going to be a bunch of, you know, <laughs> chamber music and cheese and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And so- you're told. Now, by the way, at age 42, I don't know why you need to be told. Hey, 
Bring a shirt that's got a collar on it. <laughs> like, right. I don't know why you have to have that conversation, but that conversation has. And he's got a black, but it's a weird cultural thing. I think it's a Hispanic thing where you think a black T-shirt without gravy on it is <laughs> cocktail attire. That's like, right. It's not, that isn't dress attire. Just because it's not fucked up because you didn't, it doesn't have Bondo yeah. on the front of it. Doesn't mean it's a dress shirt. Also, it's still a T-shirt. He knows where we're going. He's not going to the Acura party to funnel a beer. Like he right. knows it's going to be champagne out of a flute. <laughs> you know? is, is he doing that thing where if you see a guy in just a shirt and and uh, and just pants and go, how did he get in? Oh. He must be somebody. Well, look, he's not Vin Diesel. He's Jose, right? He can't just walk in with a wife beater and but really expensive product glasses. If right. listen, if if Jose can walk in with his black T-shirt and a seventy thousand dollar Patek Philippe watch, he can pull it off. Right, <laughs> right. I agree. He's but, but he's not. But he doesn't. It's not going to happen. It, it, I, I've I've seen those guys at like funerals and weddings, where it's like I got a T-shirt. They're like. You, you do not have a shirt with a in a, in the world of of Old Navy and Amazon. Like for for twelve dollars, you can get a pretty nice XXL button down something with a collar on it. There's an Old Navy going out of business on the promenade. You can get two of them for twelve dollars. Is it a statement or is it just like I don't? Here's what I do. He's he's got to have a collared shirt somewhere. It's not like it doesn't exist. He's got one. He just didn't think to bring it. But he was warned to bring yes. it. Yes. Yes. He was warned to bring it. Look, what, what are you going to do? All right. Well, maybe <laughs> he should go uh, check out Mac Weldon. That's what I <laughs> there think. There you go. Kick Summer off in style with uh, the brand that's reinventing men's basics. Mac Weldon. So much more than just underwear. Full collection includes T-shirts polos are you listening jose <laughs> button-ups uh, shorts pants swimwear and more light and breathable fab fabric tech the technology keeps you cool and comfortable all summer whether you're at work or working out happy hour or playing with the kids you got to go with mac well uh the stuff is top shelf it is so I, much better than the stuff you're i just used ordered to. three mac weldon polo shirts getting ready for monterey they got uh, chino shorts and uh, radius shorts as well. Weldon Blue, by the way, totally free loyalty program. Level one gets you free shipping for life. Level two means 20% off every order for the next year. It's Mac Weldon, right, Matt? You know, stay cool this summer and look great while doing it with all new collection of men's essentials from Mac Weldon. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash CarCast and enter the promo code CarCast. On checkout, that's MacWeldon.com slash CarCast. Promo code CarCast gets you 20% off. It's Mac Weldon. They're reinventing men's basics. So we got uh, the Acura party. Yeah. That's good. I wonder who their entertainment will be. I don't know, but they're going to let Sonny in. That's good. Mm -hmm. He's hit or miss. Mm -hmm. Mostly his attitude. Then we got, (laughs) uh, what else we got? We've got the Well we got that. We've got Pebble. We're working on uh we're trying to get into uh, the quail. It mm-hmm. seems like they keep tightening their belt year after year. Mm-hmm. Um but uh the strategy is we'll get Gordon McCall on the show and sweet talk him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a Dotson fan. Oh yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. I was also trying to figure out the jet hanger part. I can't remember if it's twenty one and up or eighteen and up or whatever whatever it was, but uh, we'll see if we can smuggle Sonny into that. 
There's a toss-up. Like, Sonny, can he go if he's dressed well and underage? Or does Jose go if he's dressed <laughs> like a <laughs> like he's working in the shop? But he is of age. Mm. <laughs> it's a little tough. Mm. What's more important to them, the age or the dress code? I don't it's know. It's hit or miss because who knows? And uh, do we think uh, we think it'll be back in full force? I mean, we think it'll be at full capacity. You know, I if you, if you asked me a week or two ago, I would say absolutely yes. People are so motivated to do this, but who knows what's going with, on with California? Uh, I just you know, Gavin Newsom's changing the rules um, on the fly, mm-hmm. so uh, I can't I can't say for sure. I still have a good feeling about it, and I I think at this point. All of these companies and the facilities are invested into this that uh, there's no shutting it down. Um, If anything, maybe some people will feel a little cautious and go, eh, I'm going to back out. I'm not going to go this year. But it just means more cheese for us. Yeah, I don't. um, I think it's going to be. If I know car guys, they're, they're there. Well, first of all, everything is outside. Pretty right. much, right? Every party we go to, every event we go to, Pebble, Quail, the track, everything. Accurate. Yeah, Jet like, Hanger, you know, every, everything. The it, Concorso. It's all, it's like, all outdoors. Everything's outdoors. It's just, you know, it's just a beautiful time to be walking around outdoors. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I, the most indoor thing there is the auctions have a tent. Right. You know, with a big fan. Right. <laughs> right? So, I don't know. I just, I, I think everybody should just... Uh, Go and have a good time. It should be fine. Yeah, I agree. The weather's always spectacular. The track's always fantastic. And once in a while, it gets a little warm down in the infield. But uh, other than that, it's pretty pretty awesome. Um, we should definitely get our passes to go uh, check out the uh, auctions as well. Yeah. And uh, just counting the damn days, man. Because uh, somehow that taken last year off just didn't get that fix in you know mm-hmm. by the way we could have done this shit last year it's all fucking outdoors yeah Ugh. yuck it'll be exciting to take the porsche out the 911 s uh mm-hmm. john hotchkiss stopped by he had some thoughts on the car he's very well versed in that car. i didn't hear any specific thoughts out of him um well just uh, on the ride height and alignment and stuff he's actually uh he's getting us the spring rates and alignment specs um, mm-hmm. off of uh, another uh, car but even Office just RSR, I believe so. But his his brother Mark is is very well versed, and I think he's like the lead instructor, by the way, over at the the Porsche Experience Center. Um, but as far as lowering it, the lower control arm, he's like, as long as it's uh, level and anything, if it starts angling, it's too low. But he did say that those cars have quite a bit of body roll, which is why they sat a little high. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it does. It is going to feel a little lighter in the front. Excuse me. Then. Uh, then your 935 would. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a different animal when it comes to the turbo cars and whatnot. And certainly, you know, and this 911S has the RSR rear fenders, but not the front fenders. You're actually running smaller tire in the front, a massive tire in the back. So again, with the traction in the back, but with a little lighter on the nose. So mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a, a little bit of a learning curve, at least the first few laps. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to talk to uh, Hotchkiss, both of them about uh, setting that car up and spring rates and how yeah. to drive it and what to expect and all that as well. And I know, I think his brother has that, they have that WINS yeah. uh, RSR, I think it is. Right. Hey, put in... Uh, uh, well, put, they've got the the other Porsche, and then the RSR I thought was white. 
I think theirs was white. I don't know Put if it's in, a uh, Hotchkiss, uh, Porsche RSR and see what photos come up. I, I think it was the wins, or they had the wins and they sold it. That was the purple it. car. That was the... Yeah. I can't remember. They had one. They Maybe sold it, it or something like that. Um yeah, it doesn't there you go. Yeah. That's kind of the one yeah. I'm thinking of. And yeah, um, see the front fenders. Yeah, it's yeah. more of a more of a flare. But uh, his brother was able to hustle that car around the track pretty fast. So very 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 fast. Should uh, yeah, ask him about fast. that. So he's going to have some some a little bit of input on that. And then uh, you know in the GTU class that it ran in back in the day, he was saying the 2.5 liter. Uh, it was a buggy motor. Um, it, it vibrated a lot as well, and uh, and the, the shifter was was real bad. It was it was a lot of people went from fourth to first, mm-hmm. and he noticed on your car that the shifter has been changed, so that's good. And then I actually went back and looked at the specs when we got the car, and it is a, a three liter with about three sixty horse. Last time it was dyno, and he said that should really really run good for you. All right, let me hit uh, Roman last but not least. Squeaky door, clogged sink, finicky engines, like maybe you're running the 2.5. <laughs> yeah. When things break, you fix it. But what about when something's off in the bedroom? You try not to think about it. Well, go to GetRoman.com slash CarCast. Do it now for a free online evaluation and uh, ongoing care for ED from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. It'll be sent with free two-day shipping. Get started. It's easy and it's simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash CarCast and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. It's Roman, right, Matt? Yeah, as you said, go to uh, GetRoman.com slash CarCast now, and you'll get $15 off your first month. It's really time to take care of your ED. And remember, get started today, and you'll save $15 off your first order of ED treatment. All right. You can uh, go to AdamCarolla.com for all the live shows, because we're coming up in Michigan, and we're coming up in uh, Minneapolis and Kansas City and Chicago, all over the place. And you can uh, check out our chassis channel on Pluto TV. We've got tons of great automotive stuff, and it's all free. It's channel 687. We're going to have some more going racing stuff up there as well. What do you got, Motor Raider? Uh, the cars that we're testing and things like that. So check us out. Um, follow me at Motor Raider on social media, and I'll post some more stuff. So until next time, it's Adam Carolla for Matt, the Motor Raider, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Hey, movie lovers, who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. 
Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting, you want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at Geico. That is Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.